yeah. It's Kool-Aid, man. But root beer. Anyway, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nerd Rain Unlocked with Autumn Brain. Also known as Seth with my co-host. JJ AK Junior Wolf. Woo! You don't like Kool-Aid? I never said that. I just opened do my like Kool-Aid. Open my root beer. But 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 do you like Kool-Aid? Not that much. No? No. I've been getting away from a lot of like that really artificial sugary tasting drinks like juices like that and drinking soda the really artificially sugary soda it's not not all artificial i mean you get a lot of it you can get like cane sugar yeah well i got my my mountain dew voodoo Ugh. again Mountain's terrible it's also terrible for you it's like the worst soda you can drink it is and i love it for that reason oh of course you do anyway that's not <laughs> what we're talking about today now that we've done our minute chaotic intro yep. <laughs> as we normally do what are we chatting about um, today? We are talking about I don't even know what cha -ching. what the encapsulating word like cha -ching. purchases, in-game purchases. Yeah. Purchases relating to video games. Well, you'll you'll understand the topic as we go and as we cover different things. Um yeah. this one I think is definitely the reason we're having trouble is this is going to be a lot more open-ended instead of a very specific topic. We're just going to kind of bounce around. We're going to think of this certain DLC or this certain game. And we can just talk about it when it relates to video game spending and money and stuff. So this is going to be a lot more open-ended. And we're really just going to bounce around to a lot of different topics. Yeah. Um, Where do you want to start? I don't, Do you want to start with what you were saying? Uh, Which thing? I, I don't care. Saying. I don't care. Let's pick one. We start with it. Okay, okay. Uh, let's start with, obviously, the most common of purchases these days, Battle Passes. Oh, Battle Passes. Uh, let's start this off with good or bad. Overall, overall. Not just Fortnite. Just take it as a general thing. Well, it's hard thing. to say because it, I, I like the concept, but everybody executes it differently, and that's what makes it a win or lose. So... In concept, it's great. You know, a it causes people to play the games more. Is it great? And you get more items for a better price. But FOMO. Mm. Exclusivity, I'd say, is the is a bad part of it. However, the battle pass itself, price I wouldn't wise, say is bad. Generally, yeah, generally it is a good price. Okay. But yeah, it has which which uh what you really have to look at nowadays with your purchases, right? There's there's two sides to it. Sure, you have the price, but then the phone well, is it worth it? How often are you going to use it? Like, there's a lot to look at. Like, yeah. um, yeah. And we're, we'll cover yeah. a lot of that throughout as we get to different types of purchases. Mm -hmm. I'd say, generally, I think it's a bad thing. Um, and I think we should all blame Fortnite for it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Quite Fortnite literally. is the reason battle passes are so common. Why does Call of Duty need a battle pass? It doesn't. Let me tell you, it does yeah. not need a battle pass, but instantly, and it's great because Black Ops 4 was the first game to have a battle pass and have seasons, but obviously with Call of Duty, they stopped updating. Now, some games last a little bit longer, right? But Black mm -hmm. Ops 4 has a final season, and you know what's after tier 100 or it's tier 50 or whatever? It's so, okay, so what they added was they added a ultra weapon bribe. So before you could only use like these the system was really stupid. They made it a lot better after, like two years after launch. But if you want a certain weapon or a mastercraft, which makes your normal gun 
you, you've seen some like crazy looking guns out there, right? Like camos or something. Yeah. It's like that. Like it makes it all lightning or something, right? You can choose, specifically choose that or a new gun. So you get mm -hmm. that at tier 50. And then every tier after that, you just get a reserve case. Mm -hmm. For Black Ops 4, that's five years to go without yeah. And it's, it's still that same battle pass. And it's just like, we don't need it. Mm -hmm. I, I think a big reason why battle passes are so successful is because it gives the illusion that you're completing something even if you haven't purchased it, right? Like, I'm sure you've seen in those mobile games, like I know Egg Inc. has it, I think, and, you know, Adventure Capitalist is like that piggy bank thing where like the more you play the more like money builds up in it but you have to spend money if you want what's inside it i bought the egg egg one like seven times yeah but like <laughs> the point is it gives you the illusion that you've already like built up and worked towards something and yeah. it makes you more inclined to purchase it for that reason so like the battle pass is the same concept where you have the free pass where you could get all the way to level 100 and then for 12 bucks since you already progressed it you might as well get everything that's in the premium pass as well, right? I think a great way to look at that is like the uh, festival pass or like the seasonal, like little mini event passes that we had. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. I got the free clone trooper. Let me might as well get these four other skins because I already got the pass completed. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it seem like it's more of a win for you as the player if you've already, you know, made progress toward the thing that you'd be purchasing. But it's generally not. Yeah. It's <laughs> just... So, you know, there's already that kind of level of, not deception, but, you know, misdirection from their tactics. Yeah, I'd say, so here's my big, big problem. And one reason why I didn't like Call of Duty, and I think some games struggle with it. And like you said, it all depends on the game, whether it's a good or bad thing, right? I just think generally, I think there's just more cons, because there isn't really a good pro, right? Because I'd rather just earn the item for free through challenges infinitely you know like kind of like fall guys right you have like a whole lifetime you get a hundred wins like like camos in call of duty right the moment you mm -hmm. buy the game if it takes you three years to get that certain challenge done oh well you have three years to get that gold camo mm -hmm. but most games right are cosmetic like fortnite what i don't yeah. like is when like again when call of duty first had a battle pass they put guys in there brand new yeah. guns now luckily they were free but that even in Modern Warfare 2019, they still were in there. But here's the other thing. They're free, right? And yeah. I can still earn them. So even though the battle pass is gone, I can do a special challenge. Like the pistol from season two that I missed. When I can get like in 15 different matches, get three headshots with a pistol. <laughs> what they have in the paid version is a variant of it with attachments already. So even if you're level one, here's some crazy attachments. Then you don't unlock until like level 40 of the gun and it's just like that initiative it's like well i want the people to play for free earn it like we used to uh and then grind right to level it up instead of paying mm -hmm. or i think one of the stupidest things because i still don't know because i stopped playing after season one overwatch with adding complete like meta changing things like characters but i guess you have to pay for it i think that's how it is i haven't played since i haven't played since season one initial season yeah so, yeah so i don't know if that's what it actually was because remember i had the old version so i had everything already <laughs> and i didn't have the battle pass you said i did i don't i don't know but i know for a fact other games do that 
And when they put stuff like that, like gut meta changing guns, meta changing characters, especially in those types of games, I hate that. Yeah, I think I can understand if it's like, you know, the battle pass lasts a month and you give access to the character for people that buy the battle pass for that one month. And then maybe after that battle pass is over, everyone else can unlock it. That's something I can understand, right? It's yeah. not like the best thing on the developer's part because, you know, that way your games are unbalanced because not everybody's able to use this character. But it does make sense in terms of you're paying extra, right? You're giving them that extra money so they give you access to this thing that people will have later, but you're priv 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 privileged. Privileged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I can understand doing that. But when it's like making it truly exclusive to a battle pass so you have to either buy the battle pass and progress to that point or spend money on a bundle after the fact that's dumb and when it changes like like overwatch right that's a very strategic game and that hey. those types of things can change the entire pacing of an match like if, if the other team paid for this right spent like 30 dollars mm -hmm. on this thing well you might literally not stand a chance because it's so overpowered <laughs> and unless you spent 30 of your own dollars on this free-to-play game, I to you're lost. Like, it's quite literally impossible. Like, I what if I one. am the coach of an esports e team, and I am, like, trying to teach my players how to do certain strategies, but, uh-oh, here comes this character that this guy paid to, you know, unlock instantly that we haven't prepared for. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Yeah. We have to pay to then learn that character and how to use them and how to counter them in order to like not even play as them just to be able to have a chance in yeah. this competitive fashion and that's the big thing like competitive right like obviously call of duty isn't super competitive but when you have to like fight against someone on the other team that has a ray gun because they spent money i'm like bro yeah yeah and that's why i like okay. fortnite's battle pass specifically is because it's truly cosmetic like there is nothing in there that's going to help you in Back any other in way my day is it, is it not for real, I was showing Lexi on um, back in the day, emotes used to make it, uh, give you competitive advantage, like the deep dab, you can like do the windows and stuff, but they mm -hmm. removed that. So there really isn't, yeah. other than the occasional item that completely removes your audio. Yeah. But, but um, since we were talking about Overwatch, do we want to switch into that one Overwatch item that everyone talked about a while ago? You know, the one where it's a little plush and it's a little trinket that you can buy. Oh, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about? Do you want to, do you want, do you yeah. want to explain this yeah. one? Somehow, in-game items, digital items are more expensive than real physical items in real life. Yeah. There's a little keychain that goes on the side of a gun. You know, like one of Weapon those little charms. charms. Yeah. Yep. It was like, what, $12, $13? Or, you know, you could order it from Blizzard themselves for like... What was it, 10? I think it was like not eight or nine. Like it was cheap. Yeah. It was a big difference. Like the keychain itself, you could order it from Blizzard for cheaper than it is in the game. You could have it in real life. That makes no sense. It should not be that expensive. It's like the NFT if it's crap. Cheap in real life. Yeah. It's like, sure, I'm paying for this, but it's not even exclusive to me. It's not like something that only I'm going to it's have. It's not going to have your name on it. Right? Like, it's completely pointless to pay $12 for that. Especially because it's cheaper to buy it in real life. Then at least I have something to show for my money. Yeah, it's... 
And one last thing to bash, because we have a lot of other types of games and uh, things to talk about. Just another thing to bash Overwatch. You want to talk about... So again, no, another I'm... reason why I love Fortnite. It's 950 for the Battle Pass. And if you buy the Battle Pass and get to tier 100, you can get not only the next Battle Pass, but what is it, like 550 bonus? Yeah. Do you want to explain Overwatches? There's not enough in there to get the next Battle Pass. So you have to spend There's how like much? There's like maybe 12? two or three tiers with with points in it. So maybe eventually you'd be able to buy the cheapest pack that's like $6 in order to get the next battle pass. But it's like 12 bucks every single time. Whereas there is every people battle pass. that quite literally have never spent a dollar in a Fortnite and probably have more skins than your mom. <laughs> Duh. But like, actually, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> but actually, like, you could not have spent a single dollar been playing since season one or season two when the battle pass actually started, and mm-hmm. still have every single battle pass skin for net right now, except mm-hmm. for maybe season. I'd say what? Maybe season five onward, because it took a few seasons to get enough V bucks, right? Yeah. So season five through season what? We're coming up on almost thirty for free. First five plus years of content. Yeah. That it's also, definitely... wait, don't forget, that also works in Lego, Rocket Racing, and Festival. <laughs> for free. It's definitely a much more sensible and, you know, responsible way to do it in Fortnite, you know, versus almost every other game. Because yeah. only just now, for the first time ever, Call of Duty, your cosmetics now transfer over. And that's only mm-hmm. for Modern Warfare 3. When Black Ops 6 or whatever comes out this coming year, those are gone. Yeah. One thing I, I do want to point out here while we're still on Battle Passes is, uh, as you know already, uh, I've been playing Diablo 4 with my girlfriend, and I'm not buying it. It has a Battle Pass. I'm not buying right? that crap. It, it has a Battle Pass. <laughs> this Battle Pass is $20 just to purchase... All right, just to purchase the battle pass and have access to any everything except for you know the free items that are usually there. I have been playing straight for four days and have progressed. How many tiers can you guess? So how many tiers is the total first? A hundred. Hundred. Seven. Close. Six. Three days straight. I'd say it's probably like maybe twelve, thirteen hours worth of playtime. So, and I have progressed six. Tear. Question, is it like Overwatch where, like Fortnite, again, right, oh, you can play all these different game modes and progress, whereas Overwatch, you had to do the challenges. I know there's like seasonal like challenges or something, or is this the type of thing where you have to, get, once you complete the campaign right. and you're doing all this extra stuff, you might progress faster? Like it's, so I'm, thinking, I'm pretty yes. sure. I'm thinking chat, that is a yeah. lot of what it is, because a lot of the stuff is area based. Like you have to go to this area and beat this like boss while it's there for the ten minutes. Because I know Diablo know? three, the story content is generally after the campaign or something. Yeah, uh, it like seems the like to complete the pass, it very much recommends you just skip the campaign and go all around and do the quest for that. So that might. So be I why. imagine I'd progress faster. But here's still the other stupid. thing, right? That's still stupid. Even but... if I am just a casual player and want to play the campaign or just, you know, play the game itself, but still work towards the battle pass, guess how it is how how much it is to buy one tier? 300? 300 what? Points? I know it's points or something. Uh, out of their currency. Uh, I don't think it's 300. No, I think it's 
closer to like 800 or a thousand yeah so if i if i wanted to move up i think it's like 20 tiers away is the thing that i want to get it's not even like the end of the battle pass i would have have to spend 50 50 dollars damn 50 dollars to get 20 tiers that is outrageous and the little packs in the shop that are once again just cosmetic items like armor packs or like weapon skins stuff like that those are like two to three thousand like silver coins or whatever their currency is and that is once again like 35 40 dollars oof quick for question. a skin um because i might might make you feel bad how much because i know you recently bought diablo with lexi um mm -hmm. how much did you spend total on diablo 4 yeah uh 30 40 bucks both of you like to buy the game yeah 30 40 bucks each no really uh what yeah. sale did you get uh i don't know what sale it was but it was on sale uh and it's i just on. share i just share my game with her through my like home xbox console thing she's able to play my games so i only had to purchase it once so you so you only spent 15 dollars a person 15 20 i mean if you want to divide it up that way i bought the game once for like 30 bucks okay because I bought it on sale and I was about to be like, I can buy it. I could have spent $60 and got 20 tiers and a battle pass. And oh no, I bought that. That was the like ultimate edition. That's what I'm saying. Like I could have, I could have spent, which is still cheaper. Cause that's what, like a hundred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I got the 20 you got tiers. You a really good so deal then. I'm, I'm like tier. I don't know. That's like 30 a 50% right discount or something. Yeah. It's pretty big. Anyway. Uh, money. Money. Which this is technically part of the discussion of money, so it's not that far mm -hmm. off the podcast yeah. topic. But uh, anything else? What was that other one you want to talk about? Uh, what other one? I don't know. You mentioned one earlier, and then one before we started. Um, I said the advertisement thing. Advertisement. Do you want to talk about advertisements then? Sure. So games these days a lot of them will have either on like the main menu page or just in menus themselves advertisements for things that you can purchase in the game so the most prominent ones that come to mind are a lot of the assassin's creed games these days on the main menu have like their little i guess banner thing that's like here's the newest game or you know buy this in the shop or something like that and then um hogwarts legacy had one that's like buy this dlc pack that has you know these skins in it and i don't know i feel like that's a little weird a little forced you know because like obviously you're gonna know it exists because you had to buy the game and you know there's two different versions of the game one that includes this extra stuff yeah so if i already know it exists why are you pushing it in my face when i just paid 60 dollars to play your game I think another great example is Call of Duty, how even like, and because they changed it, right, to have that HQ thing, you quite is. literally can't get away. I remember Modern Warfare 3 was announced. It was like a little bit after the beta and it was on pre-order. And I did not want Modern Warfare 3 and I was trying Modern Warfare 2 because Jilly had it and I was doing the, the, the um, game share thing too and I was playing the campaign and all that kind of stuff, right? And I also wanted to, I wanted to go back and play 2019 because I didn't mind 2019. And I cut it. 
I plugged the disc in because I stole my PS4, right? Plug the disc in because <laughs> that's what I have. Plugged, you plugged the disc in? Plugged the disc in. I insert the disc. There you go, buddy. I insert the disc. And so what, what happens is I had to download everything. And it took a while because it forced me to download Warzone. Well, I don't want to play Warzone, but all well. I downloaded it. Guess what I had to guess what I could have opened when I got in? <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 or Warzone. With my Modern Warfare 2019 disc. But wait, it gets better. Because guess what happened when Jaden joined? I'm like, yo, Jaden, invite me. Because I have the 2019 disc in the console. Does that mean I have the game, JJ? You would think so. Probably. However, I did not own it. And because <laughs> Modern Warfare 3 was so forcefully advertised, I quite literally could not access a menu in this HQ because they want you to either play one uh, Warzone, play the new one, or pre-order the one coming out. There quite literally <laughs> was not a spot for 2019. Wow. I like Call of Duty, the old ones. Everything after Black Ops 4, you can bash all you want, JJ, and I really don't it care. It's bad. Yeah, I will say one thing that I was very entertained to see that happened recently is Ubisoft apparently, we people theorized they were testing this feature, but they say they say it was like accidentally enabled by a bug or something like that. But apparently they had it enabled for like a solid few hours that when you opened a menu in the game, like a map, you open your map, an ad would pop up yeah. for like one of their other games. So like you go to look at your map real quick or like select a quest. It pops up an ad for the next game that you have to dismiss before you can look at your map. And the amount of hate and backlash they got for this online no. was hysterical. That sounds I was hilarious like, though. It it really was. Like I was like, there's no way they could keep this. Like they would have no business on their next game if this stuck around. Bro, this is like that unity change. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, this was not just like their newest game that had this feature. This was like all of the Assassin's Creed games up to like no. seven to eight years ago. So like every game practically they had? Most, yeah, most of them, yeah. <laughs> Are they turning into EA? It was, it was open wild. item shop, spend 30 cents, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, so... They immediately disabled that and were like, sorry guys, that wasn't supposed to be enabled. That was just a bug. How we're actually testing this for like, you know, uh, uh, a main menu screen or something in our in our launcher. That No, that's not something that you that's can to say. Up. Like you, that's you not literally cannot yeah. that's not how have works. that happen. <laughs> that's not how code works. You can't have third party like application, like advertisements randomly in game. That is something that you have to forcefully in because that is a whole yeah. set of code that should be separate. <laughs> so they immediately disabled that and are probably never going to enable it again based on what happened. So that was entertaining. When did that happen? Oh gosh, that was a couple months ago. Maybe I was in I, summer camp. Yeah. I don't remember that. Remember the Unity. Don't remember that. Shit, shit. Well, dang. That's unfortunate. Oh. Yep. Anything else? Other than that, it's annoying that they force a $60 game down your throat after you spend $60. You know, that, that, that's a good segue into uh, 
especially if it's a paid game, buying ad free on like mobile games. Yeah, that's annoying as heck. I will say, I I think it really depends on the game because a lot of games, if it's a premium game, won't have ads, right? Like if it's a game that you buy outright, like even Geometry Dash, like two, three bucks, no ads at all. Like that's the only purchase you're ever going to have to make and there's no ads at all. Yeah. A lot of games are good like that. And obviously it makes sense because ads are how they make money unless you purchase something. So it's reasonable. However, when literally every five seconds there's an ad and then you follow that up with a pay for no ads so that these stop. It's like Spotify premium. It's like, want to break from the ads? Spend money or you're going to get more ads to stop getting ads. <laughs> but like, yeah, because like some... Some games are, um, it, it's, it's annoying because I like playing and like messing around with those goofy games, you know, like the ones that you just scroll through TikTok or Twitter and you, it's like the same basic game and I play them sometimes, but then it's like, I have to, I want to exit out of the level ad. It's like, no, <laughs> um, what's kind of annoying and I wish I, I get, they can't do this. A lot of those games also have upgrades, right? You can get like two times money for an hour if you watch an ad. Can I like just get that boost if I just click it and not watch the ad? Spending money. This is... But yeah, it's like even with ad-free, most of the games, you're still going to be watching ads. Yeah, it's a little annoying. But once again, when it comes to mobile games, you can get off a little bit easier. Yeah. Do you know of any instances where a non-mobile game has had like an ad-free version or anything like that? Like a PC game maybe or... I don't know about games, but like, I mean, even media. Like Hulu. Right, this is Nerd Rant. Like we're talking about games, but a lot of this stuff can very much go with like microtransactions on on those types of things. Yeah. Yo, yo, JJ, JJ. (laughs) Netflix Battle Pass. Watch shows. Get them up free. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, I I will say, I saw this thing recently since you mentioned uh, streaming services. The original idea of streaming services was to move away from cable, right? Because cable was too expensive and had too many ads, right? I think it was like 82 bucks a month for cable with ads, which was terrible. But now every streaming service has an ad option. Uh, yeah, that's what I was getting and to. And it's still expensive. So if you pay for all of the big name services like Disney+, Plus, Hulu, ESPN, Paramount, Apple TV, like Netflix... All those big ones that everybody knows. All together, with their, um, I think it was with the advertisement versions, it equals $83. But I mean, almost the price of cable itself. I feel like most people don't have everything because the whole reason a streaming service is to get the shows that you want, though. Like, I don't, I, I probably very rarely will buy like i feel like something like uh uh disney plus i might Ugh. get for a month binge all the marvel shows and i'm not gonna buy it whereas something like netflix i will buy monthly and that is the only streaming service service i really need mm-hmm. so that's the point of streaming services they are still significantly cheaper because with something like cable you cannot choose to have your four channels that you watch all the time mm-hmm. 
I do think it is significantly cheaper because the idea is you don't get everything, whether it was the same price or not. You don't get everything. But if you pay for this ad-free version on like the one or two that you actually use, it's like 50% the price of cable anyway. Because the ad-free version is what? Like 25, 30 bucks a month? Two of those, you got 60. You're almost there to the price of cable just to have no ads. I think, uh, what was it? Uh, Disney Plus, if you're not paying for like their bundle with hulu and everything i think it was 12 bucks a month for the ad version dang that does um here let me check netflix standard with ads standard um limited ad free dang it where's the pricing standard is 15 it's like 15 dollars a month and you have so much stuff extra slots Mm -hmm. it's still like i mean here's the thing though for something like Netflix, it's closer to cable because, right, there's a lot of stuff on there you could not give a care about. Like, there's so much content that you just don't want to watch, but, you know, you pay for it for those few things that you do, which is similar to cable, which is like, I pay for this so that I can watch the few channels that, you know, have the shows that I like to watch every Monday night, you know? I mean, maybe. I mean, and there's Disney pump. Plus especially, yeah. I'd say, is becoming closer to that because they are doing the thing that cable does where... Uh, tune in every Monday at 7 o'clock Eastern for your new episode of Percy Jackson or, you know, Marvel X Do not show, like you that know? weekly thing. I think it's cool because it builds community, but it's just going right back to what Cable was. So, like, I saw a lot of talk. This is a ner- nerd rant. We're allowed to talk whatever we want. Let's take a few minutes and talk about this because I think this is kind of interesting. Because I saw a lot of people in this one server were talking about One Piece, right? And uh-huh. I feel like there's so much enjoyment and they're, it's completely different worlds, right? Because a lot of people right now, One Piece, especially after live action, people are binging it. Especially COVID, mm-hmm. right? People are binging it. But when you were there weekly, especially when you're reading manga too, you had that entire week where you're making theorize, theorizing like the manga. And I, I was trying oh, to you're think. you're making theorize. I was trying to figure out where, where I wanted to go with that sentence. <laughs> this is why you don't think out loud, people. Think in your head. Um... <laughs> But like people would theorize every week and there'd be so much enjoyment and <laughs> when and that lasts longer right whereas <laughs> one piece live action though it was wa- a big for a while imagine if that was split up every week and now you've had three months where this huge show was making these numbers because it's every yeah. week whereas you dropped it i think a great example is jojo's that's another anime have you you've heard that right yeah that dropped in Curse, uh, which is something that anime does. It's like 12 episodes, or it's different. So it dropped the first half of the season, right? And mm-hmm. instead of doing it weekly, they randomly dropped the second half. And some, this one guy I watch, who is, says he is a JoJo's fan, and he loves JoJo's, he's caught up on the manga, didn't realize it dropped. Because there's no community, right? Nobody's talking about it. And because people are at different paces it's like oh i'm gonna binge the first five episodes then i'm gonna finish it the next day or when it's weekly everyone is on that episode and you can kind of know when you're going to that community thread on twitter or something (laughs) it's the new episode that came out this week yeah i will say i really enjoyed theorizing with people when wandavision was around you know that weekly wandavision episode was out and people were theorizing about mephisto coming back yeah yeah 
it was really fun in that sense to like talk with people and see what happens next week like i really enjoyed that but i think they've gotten it to a point where there's nothing to really theorize about for a lot of these anymore because Oh yeah, that's not like every show, right? Like not every show is yeah. gonna have the amount of lore and like every frame is gonna have some kind of hidden relevance or something like mm-hmm. WandaVision or One Piece. But the, the argument is, I think also just the community of just whether they're theorizing or not, there's still community. Let's talk about this cool moment from this week's episode. Mm-hmm. There's still like a community. But I will say weekly. the thing that made WandaVision special, I would say is the fact that that was like the first time that Marvel did that, right? Yeah. Now we have all of these Marvel shows that all released in this fashion. It's like, well, there could be another Marvel show that actually is like a big hero, but nobody's really going to care to talk about it because, you know, it's just another one of those things that's releasing gradually, right? Like there's so many, there's such a big quantity of them that it's just not something people care about. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely depends on the show, but um, I get what you mean, though. Like, when stuff like that happens, the first time it's cool, but then it kind of loses its effect. Um, it... But yeah, mini tangent. <laughs> mini rant, come on. That, that was such an easy, like, reference right there, and you just, like, you ruined it. You ruined it. Are you mad now? Kerr. That was my goal. Fortnite Anyways, back on topic. Back on topic. Um, we talked about transactions. Do you want to talk about Susu? What? What? Just sure. My parents say something. You said something. I said something. That was too much information. <laughs> well, but you. What did you say? I said microtransactions, like uh, item shops and I stuff. I was gonna say if we were talking about subscription, uh, like streaming services. Do you want to talk about subscriptions? I mean, yeah, we can do that. So, like, we're into that. Something we like, uh, we can talk about PlayStation slash uh, Game Pass, and we can also maybe talk about uh, Frill. Where do you want to start? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of different like, uh, subscriptions when it comes to gaming. Well, I have a list here, actually, oh, of my. subscriptions. On, on Xbox, uh, I don't worry, I didn't, like, prepare this, wow. but I thought uh, on Xbox here, they actually have them all laid out for you, the ones that they have, like, integrated so this isn't like all of them, but this is some of the bigger ones that people may know. So obviously outright, we have Game Pass, right? Yeah. The typical Game Pass, what? which... Yeah, I never uh, heard that. Uh, PlayStation, what's PlayStation's equivalent? Like, PlayStation Plus. Just, just PlayStation Plus? Oh, uh, there's like levels. Uh, the highest yeah. ones, like Premiere or something. <laughs> I don't know. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have those. Uh, Xbox obviously has... Well, I guess more so had gold, but Game Pass now has, like, uh, your console Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate, and Game Pass Core, which is, like, their lowest tier. Uh, But I feel like this is a really good picture of what a gaming subscription should be. Is like, I'm paying, what, $15, $16 a month, and I get 200-plus games. Some of them stay for a very long time, those usually being the like AAA games, like Ori games have stayed for a long time, Halo games are probably permanently on there. You know, all the big games that, you know, you'd subscribe to play, those are staying around. So I pretty much have those locked in my library for as long as I want them to be. But then, you know, you also have your smaller indie games on like a rotating schedule, right? Some of them leave, but some of them enter. So you get the time to play a game and then they swap it out for another one that you might be interested in, right? 
Yeah. So while, you know, it's not me outright purchasing every single one of these games, I still get to try them and they still earn money based off of my subscription. It's, it's pretty much a very elegant way of doing kind of a blockbuster-esque gaming experience. How much did you say the, um, the max tier was per month or so? The max tier is like 15 or 16. Okay. So, because I'm just trying to figure out, because it says yearly for PlayStation. Uh, it's 160 per year, which uh, goes to around 1330. Uh, obviously, mm. it doesn't have as much, but I do get Ubisoft Plus. I do get a games catalog. I get my monthly games mm -hmm. still. So I do get monthly games that I will always have, no matter what. Wait, you deals. get Ubisoft Plus? Yeah. I don't have that Dude. on my basic, but on the premium tier, yeah. You get all the Ubisoft Dude, Plus, online awesome. games, share play, cloud game, mm -hmm. exclusive content, extra discounts, you get trials, and then you have a big catalog. I will say Xbox Game Pass incorporates EA Play into theirs. That's what I'm saying. It's not as big, right? You definitely have some yeah. other subscriptions there like EA Play. Actually, I do get EA deals, not EA Play, but I do get some extra mm -hmm. deals with the Plus. Yeah. But yeah, uh... I, that's a good segue into those smaller ones then. EA Play and Ubisoft Plus are both, you know, solo company subscriptions, right? Mm -hmm. So you have... Gosh, how much is EA Play again? Let me look here. Uh, You do that, I'll look up Ubisoft. Okay. If it loads, is it going to load? Dude, I don't know if it's actually going to load it for me here. Let's do it. Oh, oh, hey, I'm also struggling uh, a here. bit. Let's ask right. Google. Hey, Google. How much is the EA Play subscription? JJ, why'd you do that? Let's just activate it every once Because I have one, um, so if I listen to it, it's gonna, it's gonna. EA Play is $4.99 a month. EA Play Pro is $15 a month. So obviously Xbox incorporates the $5 a month one yeah. into theirs. I get uh, um, Ubisoft is $14.99, so $15. Mm -hmm. And I get all the classics, which I'm guessing is everything. Yeah. Uh, EA Play Normal incorporates a lot of like, you know, their big, bigger games like uh, Battlefield games are on there, Crisis games, Dead Space games, Dragon Age, yeah. some racing games, uh, It Takes Two is on there, that's a big one, the Plants vs. Zombies games, The Sims, Star Wars games, you know, all those are on EA Play, and I could download those whenever I want. EA Play Plus, I believe, is every single game EA has ever produced plus some DLC content for a lot of them as well. Yeah. And I will say, it's harder to do it with a solo company because they don't have as much at their disposal, right? For the same price as Game Pass, offering up all the games you've ever produced still will not equal the amount of games on Game Pass and you won't have that, you know, constantly cycling game. Like they're not gonna like, be releasing like a brand new AAA title every month. Whereas with yeah. PlayStation or Xbox, you're going to be getting what, like three, four, you're going to be getting the new titles the day they do the entire yeah. $60 with DLC content at launch for free practically. Mm -hmm. So yes, while EA Play is really good if you are a fan of EA games, it's hard to do because they produce so many different games, right? Like Battlefield is nothing like Bejeweled. So <laughs> if I'm, if I'm subscribing to EA Play for, you know, I really liked Battlefield 
2042, which I don't think anybody actually liked. Oh, uh, let's, let's do Battlefield let's 1. Let's, let's do a game that yeah. people might actually like. Battlefield 1. Bat Battlefield, like Battlefield 1. 1. If I subscribe to EA Play for Battlefield 1, I'm probably not going to have any interest in, I don't know, Dirt Rally 2.0 or Feeding Frenzy, you know? <laughs> so, I'm all right. It's, There's a peak. It's harder, it's harder for them to do because there's just not as much there. So I'm not really in support of the price point of those solo company ones. I think possibly at most $8 a month is plausible. But and here's you the, don't have to yeah. include that DLC either because, you know, a lot of these are ones that have microtransactions like Need for Speed, I'm sure, or like, I don't know, what's another good one? Like, oh, Garden Warfare. You know, those ones all have <laughs> those tiny little microtransactions <laughs> that really won't mean anything. Those item shop, like, like uh, not yeah. the item shop, the, the loot boxes, like Garden Warfare <laughs> has the card packs. So, like, instead of including, like, one DLC for that game, just bring your price point down to $8 and, you know, I don't know, give people discounts on some of those in-game stuff. Or even just, like, like uh, I know Game Pass Ultimate has, you know, their promo codes that they give away every month. Like, like those you free can... mobile games, right? Like, use code AA and you get 800 free draws, like, on Plants vs. Yeah. Zombies. Here's a free legendary, like, card, card pack. Yeah. Or, like, you get one every month with your subscription. Mm -hmm. Every game, yeah. you get a free pack or something. Yeah, so like do something like that and it would make a lot more sense and be a lot more worth it for people. Cause like, even if, you know, I only am subscribed for Garden Warfare, I now have access to all the Garden Warfare games and in each one, I get gear every single month. So like, I do, I'm wondering, cause there's so much like specifics and I don't know like, the numbers of stuff like ads and stuff like what the, the creators are getting if i were to say like ubisoft right you have all the assassin mm -hmm. creed games and yeah i spent 15 dollars one time and i played one month and obviously this is something i couldn't not do right now but say i was a kid say i was in middle school and it's summer break and for one 15 purchase i play all the games in one month obviously not 100 complete how much like are they losing if they change that price point down dlc or not you know what i mean like it's hard sometimes because we, we don't know the specifics like how much yeah. money are they you also really have to making think, though like it's it's it really depends on their audience right like obviously you said if you were a kid you'd have that kind of time but most people that are going to be subscribing to this kind of thing aren't kids they're people with actual jobs or you know people going to college that you know have to be up and about and can't play video games all day that's most of the people that are subscribed to this so in reality are they really losing money like even if every day i come home and play one of these games for six hours right like that's a lot of time and i wouldn't have time left for practically anything else but gaming is my passion blah 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 if i come home and do that every single day it would take me months to get through all of the games on the EA Play backlog, right? Actual months, especially the ones that are technically open-ended, completing their campaigns or like putting some extra time into one because I really enjoyed it, 100%ing some games, you know, they'd be making bank off me, especially for a lot of these ones that people only buy when they're on sale, you know? Okay. Like Valhalla yeah. really doesn't sell unless it's like $30 or below. Yeah. I see what you're so saying like, now. Yeah. Yeah, they make back that money. I still would be interested, though, to see a lot of that kind of back behind the end scenes <laughs> of the finances. That's kind of what I was thinking when I first said it, and then I realized we're not going to know that 
but it would be mm-hmm. interesting because like, that's a whole other world of, of gaming. That's stuff. another reason why I feel like the Xbox and PlayStation ones make more sense is because not all of the games on there are from their studios. Sure, some of them are, and that helps bring people into the pass itself. But a lot of them on there are like, here, we will give you a sum of money or money over time for how long you keep your game on our subscription. So because this game is free to the players on our service, we are giving you money to put it on there and keep it on there. I think uh, games like Scarlet Nexus were like a sum of money when it was on there. It was like at at launch, we'll like give you, I don't know, let's just for the funds of it, say a million dollars, right? off the bat this is the money you will get and then you keep it on our service for x amount of time and then you can take it off and do whatever you want with it yeah and that that allows them to you know have more money than they originally thought would be capable of a new ip game that not many people would know about but it also allows those players to be like oh well i didn't really pay for this game i might as well buy the dlc because i enjoyed it and want to support the developers right yeah So I feel like it makes a lot more sense in terms of games that aren't their IP because it it encourages the player to be more, you know, eased up about it and Xbox themselves aren't losing any money by giving people all of these games. Okay, I see what you're saying now, yeah. But yeah, subscriptions, small ones. Yeah, then Um, we can can now jump into the solo game ones though, right? I do want to quickly mention though one other big yeah. thing that like PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation, Xbox has is sometimes you get those other bonuses like Discord or Spotify, mm-hmm. which I think is a big thing, right? Like just again, I will say multimedia. those are usually only <laughs> exclusive to if you've never had one of those deals before. Yeah. So but, like while it's like yeah you get a month of Discord Nitro, it's like unless you've already had like a free trial of Discord Nitro, then you can't redeem this. No, but it still has that. And what happens a lot of the time is my friends give it. Is it, is it? No, I'm yeah. sure because I've had multiple months of Nitro for free. I mean, I've read uh, the terms and it's like, uh, if you've redeemed uh, this deal uh, before, uh, then you're unable to. I, I think I even tried it once with, uh, I don't know, some streaming nah, service or no. something that I had like already used a free trial of. I wasn't able to redeem the perk for it because it was just really an advertisement for said free trial that I had already yeah, used. Yeah, because they, they also couldn't use it. So they gave it to me and then I, or maybe it's because it gifted. Maybe they gifted it with the fr- I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. Yes. We can continue. Uh, yeah. We, we can jump into the solo game subscriptions, too, because I feel like that one is definitely worth mentioning, seeing as we both partake in said things. True. Um, what? Yep. So, I there's two specific ones I want to point out here. Um, I think Fortnite definitely is the one that we will most prominently know, right? Yes. And then one that I only really recently found out about, which is GTA Plus. Does it? Which is very interesting. But uh, let's hop into Fortnite first. Um, Fortnite Crew is probably one of the best game subscriptions you'll ever find. My one friend's trying to tell me no, and it's like, yeah, no, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, for, what is it, $13? $12? Not, not even. Like, with tax, it's twelve seventy one for me. Yeah, so... For almost $13, you get a pack of stuff that is usable in basically four different games. And more to come. Some more than others. Yeah, and more to come in that pack in the later months if you stay subscribed. Fortnite news update. 
Did you see we're going to be getting like a music festival player versus player thing? Yeah. That's going to be wild. It's going to be fun. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just picturing, uh, if you, if you watch Scooby-Doo Mission Incorporated, it's that one music episode where we had the Hex Girls versus that old school band, and we just have two different spirit animals of music battling against each other. We got, like, pop versus, like, country or something. Bruh. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> the crew... But yeah, Fortnite crew, and it gives you the in-game currency, a thousand of it too, which is a pretty, like, sufficient not amount every single month. Now? Yeah. So, yeah. like, that's the majority of the purchase, plus an entire bundle that would cost around the same amount, if not more. Yeah. And you get to use it in, like, a bunch of different games. And on top of that, I completely forgot, you're getting the Battle Pass, which is in and of itself another purchase, and the Battle Pass for Rocket League, which is in and of itself another purchase. And occasionally other stuff, because we haven't had Spotify, have we? One month we had Spotify. Okay, yeah. We had Spotify, and then but in two or three had... different months we've had Save the World as well, which is yeah. like another, like, at this point, I think it's gone down to like $9, $10. But still, mm -hmm. that's one month. Let's add Let's add it up to JJ. $9 the crew mm -hmm. i mean for uh here i'm gonna pull up my calculator because we gotta do some math nine dollars for vbucks plus mm -hmm. let's say ten dollars for save the world because spotify we mm -hmm. only had once but save the world i can see coming back we're already yeah. at 19 dollars the battle mm -hmm. pass that's approximately dollars mm -hmm. so what is that jj plus a skin bundle which we so could probably say two. sells for like 2,500 V-Bucks? Yeah, I was about to say $20 bundle or so. Yeah, yeah. So around that. But wait, we also have the Rocket League Pass, which is approximately yep. how much? I don't know. 10? I think like, yeah, let's, 8 to 10. Let's do 10. Um. Okay, so we have Save the World. We have Rocket League. Um. Battle Pass, the skin, <laughs> and the V-Bucks. <laughs> and occasionally more, right? Because sometimes we get music packs mm -hmm. and stuff. $57. Fifty-seven dollars worth again, of content. Everybody. Most of that can be used in a Lego mode, a racing mode, a music mode, and battle royale, and infinite creative game modes. Practically, for mm -hmm. twelve fifty, which is freaking crazy for the price point. Every month, by the way, mm -hmm. subtract eight. What subtract seven dollars for the for not having saved the world? Sometimes fifty dollars mm -hmm. every month, guaranteed. That is insane, especially if you are a heavy Fortnite player. Try like, telling that is me that's not that a great deal. I don't care do. you don't like the skin. That does not detract from the value of you getting a $10 skin. Mm-hmm. It is insane, the stuff you get for that subscription. And they make it well worth it. So, I think they definitely win the award for best deal. Oh, I was about to say, uh, we also sometimes get extra styles, right? Like, we just had that with Winterfest, <laughs> the back bling, sometimes summer. And I know yep. me and you have talked about it in our Fortnite episodes, and if you haven't listened to them, you should go listen to them. Here's a little snippet. We were talking, what if eventually we get the festival pass? And if Rocket Racing had a battle mm -hmm. pass, we get that with the crew as well. Yeah. It's only going to get better over time, and so sticking with it is definitely something that's going to reward oh, you. Oh, we didn't even talk about Legacy. Yeah. It's a whole the other thing. The longer you subscribe, the more you get. Yeah, the more it's, it's worth it. Crazy. Like, at what? In two months, we quite literally will get about 18 to 20 cosmetics every month. Yep. For, like, styles. It's not new stuff, but the styles are practically brand new with some of the crazier ones, like the Galaxy. Yeah. 
it's it's wild. But uh, talk about GTA now, because we we uh, they, if they want to listen more about it, where can they go? More about our they can program? go listen to our other Fortnite episodes on on Shameless Spotify, blog. YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, all the different things. And if you want to chat about it, you can jo- join our Discord, which is yep. on our link tree. Yep, link in the description. Link tree wherever you're listening to it right now. Medias and descriptions. Yep. Anyway, there's our shameless plug. Continue to GTA. <laughs> <laughs> GTA Plus. So I only recently really found out a bit about this one. Uh, let me see what the price is here. This is another one that's kind of incorporated into Xbox's menus. You don't get it with anything, but you can subscribe to it through Xbox. It's six dollars a month, right? Okay. And you get access to all of the GTA games from what I understand, and you get benefits for the online game. Uh, It looks like you get monthly money, uh, vehicles, discounts, early access releases to in-game items, uh, property benefits, outfits, uh, just a crap ton of stuff. For But they're basically, yeah, they're basically loading you up on all the stuff you'd need in gta games mostly the online one but some other games as well and you're getting other gta games for free that sounds like it'd be pretty worth it yeah i'd say so i'm not gonna get it but neither am i i don't play gta but, but um, i just thought it was worth mentioning because yeah. it was another one that's like a big I remember name game i kind of wish i played back uh a few years ago because when i had my ps4 originally and it was chapter one the same friend group I had, um, I was playing Fortnite with all the time. We'd be playing creative and goofing off. They'd always be played together, um, because like the one friend I played with, I eventually joined their whole friend group, and we played all the time. And they all played uh, GTA Online, and they'd just be mm-hmm. telling me like they're in a voice call or something with me on PlayStation Party, and it was like, oh yeah, I'm just flying on this like Humber bike thing in the air, trying to like steal from this yacht. And I'm like, bro, that sounds chaotic <laughs> while you have two RPGs equipped or something. Is this <laughs> GTA games or something else, I'll tell you what. And I was like, that's why I want to play it. Not for the story. I want to put I just want to cause chaos with friends. Yeah. And it really can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. For mature audiences only. If you want to listen to that, that's another episode you can go listen to. Yelp. <sighs> but yeah. It's I don't know. What's 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 our end thought here? Uh, that's a good question. We don't like I said. This is just kind of us chatting for a bit about mm-hmm. a topic, and that was just like in-game currency. We have battle passes. We have mm-hmm. subscriptions. We talked a little bit about microtransactions, like for mobile games, a bit with like ad-free and stuff. Talked about yeah. streaming services a bit. Um, I don't think we do have one because because we also were saying like uh, we're kind of like with. With the subscriptions and stuff, it's like there's no one that it really hurts or benefits. Cause guess what? It's the real world now. Everything takes money. So they need to make money somehow. And why not take all these extra monthly benefits for subscriptions or this and that? Because they're making more money, and the more money they have, theoretically, the better game you get. Yeah. Or, hey, you like this game a lot, let me support the developers so they will want to make the game better and bug fixes. But I get a cool cosmetic, like a really cool skin in Fortnite or Call of Duty, like, like, uh, what's her? Nicki Minaj. Yeah. So, 
I don't think there's really, I don't think compared to some episodes, we have like a really big downside, other than maybe certain types are, are significantly more annoying or something. But there's not really mm -hmm. a downside. Like those mobile games, they want to make money. So they're throwing ads. They're making money that way. And it's a free game that I can play. Yeah. It's not like I'm playing, I'm spending money for a AAA title. I'm spending $0 for a pretty basic, but somewhat enjoyable experience. Gotta deal with ads. Yeah. So none of I mean, these it makes things sense, are really it's bad. not a horrible thing. It, it's just when they try and force things after you've already paid, so it like really the becomes advertisement or like, yeah. Yeah. Like buying a nice smart TV and then quite literally not being able to go to the menu without looking at ads. That's Yeah. I should not have a, I should not have a subscription to my Roku TV. I already pay for it Wi-Fi to use the Roku TV. Yeah. How, how about you? Would you agree with that? Like, we don't really have a, a, any goal or... And I think that's good. Yeah. Because we've had so many negatives. Yeah, I'd say th there's no real final thought here, I guess. Because, like you said, this is just kind of a discussion about the topic. And while I think there are definitely some things that could be improved upon, this is an ever, like, evolving kind of concept. Because this is really only a past, like, 10 years kind of thing. Like, right? free to play. Like, right? like that was yeah. not a thing way back then. You had to pay quarters to play anything. You had to keep paying quarters to uh, play your arcade mm -hmm. machines. Yeah. So, like, as of now, this is still something that's evolving. And while I think a lot of them have found their footing, like PlayStation and Xbox, you know, they've they've become... They, I think they started out pretty different, but now they look a little closer to each other because they've both allowed to allowed each other to basically show off to each other what concepts work and what don't and now both of them are able to use those to their advantage like playstation adding those extra tiers like yeah. that was something that xbox originally had and playstation saw okay this works and players are able to customize what they want rather than just having to subscribe to what we have they were able to take that and make it their own and now we have something that looks a little closer to each other but you know allows people to choose more so what they want yeah like say that um, here, let me quickly go back to the website with like the PlayStation one, right? Because there's different mm -hmm. tiers. So if I go to hit the back arrow, oh, now my phone's going to not load. Wi-Fi just Brilliant. said no. Um, <laughs> so like say that I don't want all these old school subscriptions. I just want the trials. Well, I can spend Thanks. like $3 more a month and I get some trials. I get some classic PS1 games and I get online. And with every tier, you get a guaranteed two to three games for like VR, PS4, and PS5. <laughs> like, it, it lets you pick and choose. Um, I think it'd be cool for Xbox if they did tiers where you can quite literally, almost like you're ordering something. Like, can I order my monthly subscription? And you can chick, uh, click and choose. Say that you don't play any EA games and you have no interest. You can get the ultimate tier without that and it reduces the price by a dollar. <laughs> kind of like ordering a sandwich without tomatoes. Yeah, like, I think that would be really cool to really let you pick and choose. You're still spending the same amount of money because you're not going to do that. Like, you're going to waste the money. They're not going to be earning any money because they're not getting playtime on those games. So it's really lose-lose, right? Will that really hurt anybody to have those tiers? Because wouldn't that only open it up if you can make it affordable and get the games that you want and have more people on Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, because then if I want online play, but I also really like, you know, the Assassin's Creed franchise, I could add Ubisoft to my roster along with my online play 
it'll be like a little more than the cost of just having online play, but they're also getting more money from me because they have the option to allow me to just subscribe to this franchise. And with that option, generally it's gonna sh it's gonna be like you know getting fortnite giving you free stuff i like having stuff i want more stuff they're gonna be like oh i like having all these games you're probably eventually gonna get the bigger subscription mm -hmm. that's kind of how it works if i yeah. if i didn't have college and stuff i probably would have a higher subscription on playstation at this point mm -hmm. um but yeah so I, I i think that'd be so i think every episode we also say only the future hotel there's our only future hotel part Yep. Sandwich factory where this goes. Sandwich yep. factory subscriptions. And with that, we're, <laughs> we're going to end it on that, JJ. End it on the sandwich. Sandwich. Get your sandwich here, nerd factory. Bye.